Our next presenter is here. He has journeyed all the way from Montego Bay. I've had the privilege of working with Karim while in West Jamaica Conference. And one of the reasons I asked him to be here is because he has demonstrated the qualities, not only of being an effective leader, but also a music minister who is zealous about doing God's work. He was also my neighbor. He used to just come and beg everything out of my kitchen on a Sunday. Uh, but apart from that, uh, he loves the Lord and he's very passionate about the music ministry. I ask you to lend him your ears for the next couple of minutes as he focuses on the topic, Effective Principles of Praise and Worship. Thank you so much, Adis. Good afternoon, everybody. Praise and Worship. Hmm. Let me see the hands of those of you who are a part of a praise team. Yes, everybody. All right, thank you. I we know soprano, alto, tenor, right? Right, and we had a debate just a while ago. Effective principles of praise and worship. And really and truly, everybody, all the congregants, everybody in the congregation is a part of praise and worship. But there's need for leadership or somebody to lead out. Hence, we have a praise team, right? I will not speak on who makes up the praise team, how to make up a praise team in terms of the numbers that's all dependent on your congregation and and who in the congregation can you believe can make up the praise team but there are a number of us and it's going to be a very interactive session because we are all singers so we're going to be singing in the next couple of minutes but the number of us who go to church and people are afraid of the term praise and worship am i right yes think that praise and worship is contemporary and borderline on secular well, we actually do it, we might term it song service, right? Yes. And for, for me who come from country, in the hills of St. James, I'm used to song service. I'm a fourth generation Adventist. So my mother and my grandmother and my mother told me that her grandmother was used to song service. Then we come with praise and worship. How dare you? But no, praise really is what we do characterized as magnifying and honoring God. We should do that every day. And in worship now is a more intimate form of praise where believers seek to, you know, personalize the praise in an expressive way so that we know that God is in us. And even David spoke about giving praise. In the entire Psalms is a book written about praise. So, really and truly, putting praise and worship together is the act of magnifying God in an intimate and personalized way. So, why is praise and worship important? Why? Because, number one, the Bible says it. In Psalms, again, for example, believers are repeatedly encouraged to praise and magnify God. In even in Revelation, angels, sang, and other heavenly beings worship and honor God in heaven. Now, even though the Bible commands it, there are other reasons that we should have to praise and worship. One, because God is deserving. And I need my musicians to, to get ready now. And I need to join me in some of these praise and worship songs. Because one, God is deserving. Am I right, church? Right. He's deserving. No one else is deserving of the praise. God is our creator. He's our provider. He's our sustainer and our savior. And so, one song that came to my mind, ready? My God is awesome. And I want you to join me. 
Because we're going to sing right now. Sopranos, altars, tenors, just sing it out. My God is awesome. Just um, the first couple lines. Oh, okay. My God is awesome. He can move. Sing. Keep me. Sopranos, sing it out. I'm going to harmonize it. Hide me from the rain. Parts now. Go ahead now. My God is awesome. Heals me. Can strengthen Forever He will reign. My God is awesome. 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 My God is awesome and cut. Good. All right. Thank you very much. I love it. I want to come back here next week again, Addis. We do praise and worship because we should say thank you. Now, if somebody is polite to you and kind to you, you say thanks, not you? Right? So if God is kind and loving and awesome, we tell him thank you. And how best to do it than through praise and worship. And I think of thanks. Thanks, thanks. Hey. All you've done, I am so blessed. My soul is at rest. Oh Lord, I give you thanks. It's too nice. One more time. Da da da. Thanks, thanks. I give you thanks. Okay, okay, so. Praise invites God in our situation. And I oftentimes like that word situation. Situation is relative, but it speaks to anything that we are going through or situation. The Bible tells us that God abides in the praises of his people. So we can magnify God and invite him in our lives. Let's sing this one. Majesty. Majesty. Worship is majesty. Unto Jesus. Unto Jesus. Jesus be glory, honor, and praise. Oh, majesty. Kingdom authority. Kingdom authority. I love it. Flow from his throne, I guess. Hold on a minute. I'm, I'm serious. I'm getting chills right now. This is just awesome. I never expected that it would turn out like this. I just thought I was going to come and just present and not feel the Holy Spirit like this. But thank you very much. I'm just have to say it right now. Thank you so much. All right. So, praise and worship, again, honors God's presence. Right? It honors God's presence and greatness when you're able to magnify God and focus on the goodness in spite of our personal challenges. The presence of the Lord is here. Know that one, right? We're not going to go there, because I don't want high 
skirt card up the top, no. But this one never fails anywhere, anytime. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Because no matter what, he's always in our lives. I'm living this because of God's presence in our lives. And because of that, we want to thank the Lord for all he's done. And we got to praise him too. Because your grace, Lord, and mercy has brought us through. Brought me through. Brought me through. All right, good. So later on down, I'm going to select soprano, alto, and tenor. And you're going to create, I want to give you a scenario, and those different teams are going to come up with some praise and worship based on some situations. All right. So how do we get ready for praise and worship? So yes, we praise and worship. But there's a team now. So though everybody is involved in praise and worship, and certainly we need a congregation to involve involved with us. But how do we know as a praise team, how do you as a praise team get ready for praise and worship? First thing, yo, we have to pray. And in prayer, you ask God, what do you want to come out of this session? What do you want to come out during the worship? So when choosing songs, oh, resist the temptation to select songs because they sound good. And because it's energetic and the church become lively. No. Instead, ask God to give you a vision of what he wants to do in the worship service. Lord, where do you want this to go? Where do you want this to go? Write down and just as if, and I like this part, just as if you are preparing a sermon, you prepare. And like that, you know, you actually are, yes. Because lots of people actually get, a, get well, I don't to say it too low, but get more blessing than the actual sermon. You heard me? You heard what I said? Some people come and actually get more blessing than the actual sermon from praise and worship. Which makes it really important to sit down. Joan just come as she said, come and just wing it. You can't sing, you can't sing. Um, sing, sing two songs. No, sit down and plan it. Especially based on a theme. So, you know, it's, 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 well, Addie's told me that you don't have harvest up here. No? You have harvest? All right. We have, oh, yeah, we have banana and pumpkin and, okay. Yeah, yeah, so we have harvest. So, obviously, the songs for harvest would have to be about Thanksgiving. Even though in my mind, every song I sing about Jesus is Thanksgiving. But you have to be really um, purpose in choosing your songs. It's a communion service. So, you want to go now into the the hymns are the songs that speak about Jesus' blood and, and his death and his sacrifice, right? It's a funeral service, yes. Because as music ministers, we want praise and worship there as well. So we won't sing, um, wait the song of... Next thing, the, the, the unbelievers sing, say we're the dead, I'm just saying... Alright, so we have to be purposeful and mindful of the songs that we choose for praise and worship, right? Now, I just stop here to say that in choosing the songs, I think this is one of the slides as well, well, I'll come to it. 
my point, yes. So similar to preaching or teaching a message, you have to ensure that you bear in mind the congregation that you have and choose the music that you're going to do for prison worship purposefully. Use the scriptures in your worship. Now, just a while ago when I was doing the prison worship with you, I purposely did not say anything because I wanted to make this point. As leaders, don't just come up and sing during praise and worship. Have at least one person. So every praise team is a worship leader, but they can alternate. Have at least one person in the team who will lead out. Not a performance. A group of us aren't up here to sing a song for JCDC. No. Right? We're ministering to God. And I just says, one great way to use the scripture at the beginning of a praise and worship to bring the congregation encouragement, I'm sorry, to the people. Lots of us, lots of the congregation members, the congregants, probably don't know the song. But if you relate it to a scripture, then they're going to say, oh, that song is speaking about the love that God has for us because for God so loved the world. You know what I'm saying, everybody? Or um, you may just direct the people's attention to God and his word. Their minds are burdened and full of anxiety and care. But as they begin to look to Jesus, when you introduce the scripture now, all of that might just change. Again, it can amplify the point because of the message scripture. All right. Lead the people in worship, as I said before. Don't just come up and sing. So when people come to church, have lost on their minds. For worshiping God, you want to exhort and encourage people to turn their attention toward God, where it needs to be, to bring honor to Him, to whom it is due. So you can use phrases like, this morning, church, we are here to glorify God. Amen? Good. Let us raise our hands as we hear a song that you're allowed to sing. If you want to stand to your feet, stand to your feet and lift up the name of Jesus. Let's close our eyes and concentrate on Christ and the cross. Let's sing and to honor and glorify God. Amen, church? You bring them in. Don't just be sitting there and the next song is. Talking about that now. So the musician and you have to be in tune. I love songs that segue. I love prisoners that segue. So, um... Jehovah is your name. Music playing, music playing. Start your next song. No, it is when you sit down and plan, then involve a musician. You can move from one song to the other. For example, um, the way song, the popular way song. Waymaker, miracle worker, whatever key you want, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Here it is now, here it is now, you are. You made a way. Same theme, not true. Uh, when our back was against the wall, blah, 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 you made a way. maker, miracle work. Same, same theme, way, way something. And, and it moves from one to the other song. And then I could say, made a way, Jesus will make a way. Same theme, same way. Right, good. See, how did I get this in my head? That took days of thinking about it. And then when I went to my praise team, I said, yeah. But 
But I sat down and I said, all right, now, disclaimer, I don't know keys. Like, I don't know the piano, the cars. I know that you run from C to C and then some flats and things in between. Good. But I do know that when I hear a sound in my head, thank you, Jesus, I say, all right, play ping, 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 ping. What, is, what that note is? E. So I'm in E. I know E now because E is ping. Good. Right, so that is how I do it. So I figured, all right, sopranos, sopranos may start at, um, show me your way. I guess it also be, show me, show me your way. I'll tell show me your way. All right, so harmonize. So once soprano starts, show me, me good. Most of you, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, we're good. And then when the musicians come in now, show me your way. That I may walk with you. You get it? Show me your way. All right, all right, thank you. Which key that now? E, e flat? One well, love E. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now, so no matter how great the worship is, people will always do all of these things automatically. Just lead them. So I can, as a worship leader or praise team, I can lead you in any song. For example, just a while ago. Anywhere I'm going, you come with me. Yes. But we must be authentic in our worship. Meaning, and this is my pet peeve, but I cannot blame people because it is what it is. We tend to be Americanized in our praise and worship. Oh, well, 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 <laughs> yes. Well, should I say Americanized? We tend to emulate the American style of praise and worship. Right. No problem, because how many of us have written songs? Okay, I haven't, so I need the songs. And, and they put it out there, so I'm going to use it. Copyright. <clears throat> and then now, all right, I'm going to use it. But is it fair for me? Danny McClurk in singing, Great. It's your mercy. So you know that's a the love kind of love. And God, He blessed my soul and He made me whole. God blessed Danny McClurkin's soul. Make him whole. Now, though I've gotten blessings, I have gotten blessings. It's my blessings. So when I'm here worshiping and praising, praising, my, it's my praise. So the verbatim Word for word, ad-libbing, is not mine, it's his. Yes. Now, that is copyright problem, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. But the thing is, you know, and I'm going to say this, because the next one in the next slide is ad-libbing and, well, let me not go there right now. So, you don't have to go the runs and, mm, ah, no, just speak from your heart. And believe now. And believe now. Here's where your faith comes in. Believe now that when you sit down, imagine you sit down, you plan your praise and worship, and you involve God. Trust me, God is going to come out. He's going to come out in the worship. And whatever, lots of times, yes, and then of course, life is just you plan something and then the day happens and might not work in and the musician finger them start hurting and something happens. 
But believe it or not, when you go up there and you have a purpose of worship, something is going to come out that will glorify God. I remember one day, and I'll, I'll say it, I was just up there. I put some songs together about the name of Jesus. And I had nothing to say lead, leading into the praise and worship session. I had nothing to say. Nothing to say. I mean, absolutely nothing. I mean, I said, but they are, these are two powerful songs. Nothing to say. And then, suddenly, what came to my mind was, congregation, say your name. Say your name. Say your name. Uh, what happened? Nothing. Earthquake no shake. Mountains are not moved. Say Jesus' name. Jesus. Say it louder. Jesus. And how powerful is Jesus' name? Even more. So when I hear myself say that, I say, what? I'm saying this? It must have been Jesus who put that in my head to speak about your name has nothing, but Jesus' name has everything. Demons flee at the name of Jesus. No, all of that came to my head just because my mind was ready for anything that was going to come. So you have to be, have your own experience and not some, somebody else's experience. And it is not always about the perfect sound. Now when I say this, I don't want to go against the, 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 what was said before, but here's my experience. When I was, as I said before, I, I'm a fourth generation Adventist. I mean, I've grown up, I grew up in singing. And when I was about 20 years ago, when I was 16, yeah, 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 and drink lots of water. <laughs> yes, when I was 16 years old, and I was just about to join the youth praise team at my church, we said, Mommy, they can't sing. I'm 16 years old, please forgive me. Mommy, then can't sing, mommy. Then sound like I'm singing my tenor, let me hear one wild note. <laughs> oh, mommy. Mommy said to me, and I would never forget it, and I tell my young people now, what's your purpose? What's your purpose? Mommy, what do you mean, what's your purpose? She said to me, did you know that the heart of the worshiper in the congregation, if the heart is pure and clean and ready for any worship. Whatever bad note comes out of your mouth, by the time it gets to that believer's ears, the Lord transforms it into a... From that day, I... And Addis was in Montego Bay. We took some singers and we just had them... You want to sing? I don't know, I don't know audition at my church. Because number one, if you're brave enough to come on my choir, that's enough audition because... I'm a nice person, no, but I'm also a teacher at a high school, so you know I have to have horns, right? And when it comes on to, um, do you know what young people, I have to be, I am Mr. Russell, how dare you? Yes, I'm still nice, thank you so much. Um, but I don't audition, because if you have a heart to sing, come, I will, I will transform you. I will, I will, I don't. I will transform you. I'll take you. And if you're going to the teachable that we spoke about, if you're going, if you want to join my choir, obviously you're willing to learn. Come. No need to kill you with audition. Well, that's just me. All right? But the perfect, so taking what my mother said, I was like, that is very good. What's the purpose? Why do you really want to sing? Choose songs that are easy to sing. Easy to sing. 
Now, and I thought about it. If the popular singers, pop songs, the popular pop songs are catchy because it's easy to sing. I'm going to, forgive me, Jesus. I'm going to sing this song, even though we're in church. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. No song. I want to feel the heat with somebody. It's repeating, you know? The chorus is repeating. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody who loves. You're repeating the same thing over. It's easy. Everybody knew it. The 80s, everybody knew it, right? 80s people. Yes. Good. Good. So, all right. You're here now for 10 minutes of praise and worship. Why are you going to let them sing? Um... Uh, let me give my song now. Um... Then, oh, Sandy Patties. Then sing my soul. Why? No, let's go to him. Then sing my soul. Why? Why ask them to go for high notes and hope? No, and bass and no. That is not worship. That does no borderlining on showing off, right? So yes, you can play the piano. You can go in the bass and run the bass and everything. Good. What's the purpose? Right? You need to. Lead people into the presence of God. Oh my God, no. One ingredient found in songs, easy to sing. Don't choose the key for yourself. Don't choose the key for yourself. As praise and worship members and leaders, praise team members, choose a congregational key. Right? Yes, you can sing the fifth octave above A. Great. But the average member cannot. It doesn't make any sense. They stretch their vocal cords when they don't have to. Yeah? A worship leader must possess vocal talent, but it's not about impressing the congregation with a talent. It's about worshiping God. In fact, if a worship leader is the only person who can sing the song, you have a problem. You have a problem. Yes. All right? Don't, con don't embellish the song. Let's sing. Let's sing. Um, praise of the Lord is here. Musicians, praise of the Lord is here. Everybody know it? One, two, three. The presence of the Lord. I can feel it, I can feel it, feel, feel it. The presence of the Lord is here. All right, good. You hear nothing at all? Okay. Woo! That took a lot. Mm. Alright, stress me out. <laughs> right, but so simplicity is best, but don't confuse ad-libbing with embellishing. Because again, as leaders, you can put in your thoughts, but overdoing it now. Right, again, back to your purpose. And again, I like that point. Do not confuse ad-lib, meaning you're dropping in one and two lines in between for emphasis with embellishing or vice versa. Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I was wondering for a minute. Okay. Selecting your praise team. Number one, you must have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. 
consistent through prayer, Bible reading, and church fellowship. And nobody in here is guilty. Let's move on. Must be committed to services, attending services, and givers of the church, you know, return it, whatever, your church policies, all right? You must be competent as a singer, and I made this four point before I heard Mr. Taylor speak and, and Miss Cecile, Cecile spoke, spoke, right? You must be competent as a singer, musician, and an audio media technician. We all work together, right? Um, at my church, the mics are numbered. Right? So by the time we go, I take up a mic, five. So he knows to move my, move my mic a particular way. Right? Must be comfortable on stage and expressive in their praise and worship before God. Good. So again, when the praise team is being chosen, don't choose people because you're friends. It is beneficial that we are friends. It's good that we are friends, so we can feed off each other in this chemistry. But if a friend doesn't have the praise and worship attitude, it doesn't make no sense. Go through the church and choose people who are expressive in praise. Raise their hands and not, not afraid to lift your hands to Jesus. Right? Singers and musicians must be committed to practicing. Let me go back. We got to practice. They must practice this winging thing. Is no, let's sit down and organize our praise and worship because believe you me, the congregation appreciates it. All right? You realize now I didn't mention harmony and part for two reasons. Well, here's a question Do you think that praise team can be made up of two people? Made up of two people. Can two-part harmony be praise team? Yes. Yes. It's all about the heart. So three-part harmony, yeah, great. But if it don't fulfill all of the other things that I spoke about, then it doesn't make any sense. Three-part harmony, great. Five-part harmony, great. But you must fulfill all of those other attributes. Tips for better platform presence. At home, look in the mirror. Watch what you look like. Jump, clap, bow, dance, raise your hands, engage. Watch yourself first. Because at the end of the day, we are humans. And even though we are worshiping God, it's a part of our brains that still want to look good. Right? So we, we want to see how, how do I look when I'm lifting my hands. Alright? Do not let the congregation determine your level of expression. You bring it to the congregation. Right? It's going to be hard sometimes because, again, corrigans have different weeks, different times, different things going through their week. Unfortunately, you've dedicated yourself for praise and worship. You have to come with a frame for praise and worship. All right? Be sincere. Worship from your heart. Give a smile. You can't be singing. Here's my... I always ask my wife, why church people feel always so tough? Yeah, we're always walking on the stage. Good morning, church. It gets better. They do that and they say, then sings my soul. And, and, and the face is just like yours. 
and they expect the church to leave them like that madness. Uh, so, so much so, the praise team, you will have to be the smiling, expressive, because God is good. Yes. The question is now, um, if you had a bad week, what kind of face you must have? Why? God is good. You are here to praise. You live to tell the tale. Right. So we are leading people from all different circumstances. Um, so remember that a warm smile ministers more than you realize. All right. Um, I'm, I'm five minutes. I have to do this. So I can't break out as much as I want again. So we are going to, let's do it together now. That's the two songs. Let me choose. I have up there um, Music Day for Church's 60th anniversary. Just tell me two. If we were to do praise and worship, give me two songs. If it, today is the Music Day for the Church's 60th anniversary, give me any two songs. He's able. We've come in from our faith. Praise and soul, the of heaven. Come again. To God be glory. Yes. I like that because obviously 60th anniversary, older people, right? So if you cater for that, you have to know your congregation. Funeral service for an 80-year-old stalwart. Amazing grace. It's really my soul. Grace and faithfulness. Alright. New Year's Day Sabbath. New Year's Day Sabbath. To God be the glory. Thanks. I'll give you thanks. Jehovah is your name. Um, right. Come on. We come this far. We've come this far. I like that. All right. Finally, communion service. Let us do this one together. I put together now something about this name, Jesus. Something about the name, Jesus. Something about the name, Jesus. It is the sweet. How many is mine? Yes. I know. Oh, how I love the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. How I love the name Jesus. Mm-hmm. It is the sweetest name. Well, I know. It is the oh Jesus. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, how I love. Calling your name, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, every day, every day, uh huh. Your name is the same. All right, so we just put together um, a little praise and worship. As I leave, I leave with you three P's. We're now going to praise and worship. Uh, they are first pray, practice, praise, pray, practice, praise. Thank you so much for having me.